Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Today's episode of the Believe in Steelers podcast is brought to you by betonline.ag. And Ike, the Steelers, off to an 8-0 start for the first time in franchise history. And BetOnline's got you covered. They've got game spreads, totals, team, player, and coaching props. Ike, the next matchup against the Bengals is now off the board. We'll get into that end of the show, but BetOnline is really the place to be if you want to place any of those online wagers. 24-7, Bet online. So go to BetOnline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's BetOnline.ag and sign up today. Cue the music. It's time to start the show. Welcome to the Believe in Steelers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Mark Bergen, joined as always by two-time Super Bowl champion and 12-year veteran of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Ike Taylor. Ike, there's times I like doing the show either the Monday or Tuesday after a Sunday victory. And the reason why is, is Ben Roethlisberger and three other Pittsburgh Steelers players have been added to the team's COVID-19 list. This is something we're going to be watching before the Steelers match up against the Bengals on Sunday. But just curious on your reaction to hearing that news this morning. That's bad news, but the good news is they was around somebody with COVID. So they actually don't have the COVID. They would call it in, you know, terms trace. We just making sure y'all don't have the trace of COVID. So that's good. Um, like you say, they got to be out for five days, Marky Mark. That's correct. So it's Ben Roethlisberger, Gerald Hawkins, an offensive lineman, running back Jalen Samuels, and linebacker Vince Williams. They must isolate for five days, and they cannot return to the UP MC Rooney practice facility for at least those five days. They were in close contact to tight end Vance McDonald, who did have a positive test for the virus on Monday. So you're spot on there, Ike. Vince. We all know it. Vince. Vince been playing lights out. Uh, I think he's finally getting the recognition. Vince Williams be talking about the inside linebacker. I think he's finally getting the recognition, you know, um, that he deserves. Kind of a not an unsung hero, but under the radar when um, Ryan Shazier was there because Ryan Ryan was just such a spectacular linebacker. He was totally different, you know. He was on his way to Pro Bowls year in and year out. He 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 was he could have been one of the faces of the league. So Vince had to deal with that. Now Vince kind of have his own spotlight and the aggressiveness on being inside linebacker for the Pittsburgh Steelers, being consistent in tackle for losses, being consistent in sacks, and just being a general right now. Even when Devin Bush out, Vince had to be the general when Devin Bush was in because Devin Bush is only going into his early years in the league. So that's huge. Seven, that's your name, of course, Big Ben. I mean, what can you say? From last year to this year, it looks like a totally different team, Marky Mark, uh, since Big Ben has stepped back into that stadium. There ain't no, you know, something they haven't done in franchise, in franchise history. So we all know how big of a factor seven is, uh, regardless on the backups. And I know they say next man up, but at the same time, 
when you got a franchise quarterback. Every team doesn't have a franchise quarterback. When you have a franchise quarterback like seven, one, you want to try to get the nine and oh, two, you want to try to beat the Cincinnati Bengals because it is a divisional game. Three, man, you want to keep them healthy. So um, we'll see what happens. Um, hopefully they'll test negative on Saturday or throughout the week and they can play on Sunday because I think Matthew Stafford went through the same thing last week with the Detroit Lions. Correct, Mark? I believe you're spot on there, but you bring up a good point and the players can participate virtually. So tune in on Zoom meetings and what have you, but that's not the same thing as being in the actual facility itself. So there's going to be some challenges there. Certainly, I think that this team is better with Big Ben on the field and Vince Williams. Vince Williams, one of the league leaders in tackles for a loss, and we're finally seeing that statistical output because, Ike, this is a guy you've watched on film week in and week out. He's been a true difference maker, and he's been a difference maker with Devin Bush not in the lineup. Robert Spillane's done a nice job filling in for the Steelers at linebacker there, but, you know, how many teams could you have that run a 3-4 where your two inside guys are out and the Steelers team in the last two weeks has struggled to stop the run, both in the Ravens game, which is expected, just considering how the Ravens run the football. But then this last week against Dallas, it's something I want to see the Steelers shore up in this upcoming week's game against the Bengals, regardless of who's on the field. They got to fill that hole because you don't want a team to feel comfortable running. And when you feel comfortable running as a team, here goes the play action. Then after the play action, here goes the deep balls. Then after the deep balls, you just become a unbalanced as far as a play caller. You, you kind of don't know what to call because you've established a run. I haven't seen nobody really run like that. Dallas, I mean, on the Pittsburgh Steelers in a while, you know, so, and, and they ran, they, they ran with some passion. They ran aggressive and they ran right at the Pittsburgh Steelers. It just so happened that they had a first time starter in Gilbert and Pittsburgh actually got lucky for, for that point. If you know what I'm saying, if they would have had a, a veteran quarterback who had that kind of run game, the game would have been over a long time ago. But because of the circumstances, his first time ever starting, which I think Gilbert played lights out. He was poised, not to get off what we're talking about, but he was poised. I'm just looking at it from a, a player's perspective. He was poised. The spotlight wasn't big for him. The stage wasn't big for him. Pittsburgh got away with one. And you, you, you do want to win close games. And for the whole season, Pittsburgh has been winning close games. And, I think we talked about this two weeks ago, Mark. That's how I want my team built because these teams who used to blowouts, about time the, the, the playoff comes, man, there is no blowouts. It's too much good coaching. It's too, the talent, the level of playing field is too even when it comes to the playoffs. So there, there won't be any blowouts around that time in, in December and in January football. The Pittsburgh Steelers, man, they just, on the defensive side, they got to fill them holes with the run. That's, that's something you don't want to do. On the flip side, Mark and Mark, Pittsburgh got to start running the ball better. Get out of my brain, Ike. Get out know, of my know, brain. I know, I, know <laughs> I know you was in there. I know you was in there. I had to get in there. That was exactly where I was going to go just because the last two weeks, 46 yards on the ground against Dallas and then only 48 on the ground against Baltimore. We talk all the time about the importance of establishing the run and stopping the run and how that can help you control the clock keep your offense on the field and your defense off of it. But Ike, you're in my brain right now. Bro, I had a feeling, I had a feeling you was going to talk about the other side. So I said, you know what, I might as well just go ahead and talk about the other side. But yeah, Pittsburgh got to start running the ball better.
We'll see if the Steelers get back Mike Hilton and Tyson Alu-Alu this week. Mike Tomlin says, we're hopeful that they can play this week. So that can really mean anything. But especially if you get those guys back with the possibility that the Steelers team might be playing without Big Ben and with Vince Williams. If Mason Rudolph does start, I'm really curious to see how he performs compared to when he filled in a season ago for Big Ben. This is a different offense. He has more weapons to work with. He's got Chase Claypool now. He's got Eric Ebron to to work with now. Everyone's healthy. So I'd be really curious to see how he responds if he does get the start Sunday filling in for Big Ben. It's crazy. Just off the rip, and what I mean off the rip, when seven – Walked back to the locker room because I, I guess he thought it was going to go into halftime, which I get. Um, when Seven walked into the locker room and Mason came on the field, that first throw, I said, damn, you can just tell the difference between a strong arm and, a, and an average arm because Seven zips it outside the numbers and it's like a bullet. I saw Mason throw it outside the numbers and it kind of had a rainbow effect to it. And from that point on, I said, damn, just in one throw, I can see the difference in two people on how they throwing the ball and the strength of their arm. Well, Mason, like you said, man, he got a, he will also have a plethora of weapons around him, the same way as Big Ben. Mason is, is more mobile because he's young. Um, and they look at Mason like a Big Ben when you want to talk about mobility and, and statue and all that good stuff. When, when Seven was young, Seven was hell to bring down. You know, Seven was a lot mobile. Um, and that's Mason Rudolph right now. So Mason, if it's his time to start on Sunday, I'm sure he's going to have this whole week. That's the good thing about it. It's a bad thing for Seven because he's not in right now because of this trace of COVID. But that's a good thing for Mason Rudolph. He will have this whole week to develop some kind of chemistry with the receivers, let alone get a feel for what they're doing on offense. 100%. And I want to see the Steelers team get out to a lead instead of having to rally from 10-point deficits, which they've done in each of the past two weeks. And so – potentially without Big Ben. That is a challenge for this team moving forward. It's funny, Ike, the way you mentioned arm strength kind of reminded me of the end of Peyton Manning's career when he was with the Broncos. And this is not to take anything away from what Peyton Manning accomplished as a quarterback, but you could tell that arm strength wasn't quite there the way it was earlier in his career where he really had to use everything he had to try to distribute the ball out to his playmakers. It's funny you mentioned that, but he's really the guy I think of in his final season in Denver. He just wasn't quite the same as in his prime, Peyton Manning breaking all kinds of passing records. Man, when you get older, man, you, they say nobody can't beat for all the time. And you ain't lying. You know, my, my 4-2, my 4-2-7 about time, year 12 came, that thing was probably at a 4-5. And that's because of Injuries, wear and tear on your body, that's just how it is. And you got to come to some sort of agreement with yourself. You know, I came to that agreement a while ago. Like, dang, I ain't got the juice no more. Like, I, I can't just chill and then catch up with him. I really got to stay on my horse. And then it came to the point where, you know what, Coach? It's time for me to just sit on one side. That traveling is – I think I had my days of traveling – and checking the team's best receiver. Bro, don't let me sit on one side of the field. You know, that's that's the kind of understanding you got to have within yourself. And a lot of people don't get it. A lot of people think they can just do what they've been doing since they were small. Well, that's one thing about football. It'll tell you the truth. It, it won't lie to you. And it will forever be a young man's sport. And that's what kids and grown-ups got to understand, too. I, I got to give a shout-out to your guy, Coach Tomlin. 
14 straight non-losing seasons. No coach ever has had a longer streak to begin his career. 8-0, the NFL's only undefeated team. All this guy does is win, and the Steelers are in a position on the back half of the year to where these next two teams between the Bengals and the Jaguars don't have very great records, but they're in a really, really good spot. That being said, I was thinking about this based on our conversation the other week. I would probably take the Chiefs slightly over the Steelers right now, and here's why. The Chiefs have won 17 of their last 18 games. This includes the playoffs. 15 of those wins have come by at least a touchdown. And so I just want to see more consistency with the Steelers. I still don't think the Steelers have put a full game together. It's kind of like when you, read, you, know, you just went in my head. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me make an analogy for you. Let me make yeah. an analogy for you. It's like you can floor it. If you're driving a car or a truck, you can floor it, but eventually you're going to run out of gas if you try to floor it the entire time. And so they've right. got to find that sweet spot when they're driving their car or their truck to say, I, I don't think they put a full game together yet in the 2020 season. They haven't, Mark. They, you, now you just ran to my brain. They, they haven't put a full game together. And it's going to be scary when they do. And it, hopefully for the rest of the league, they better hope they don't put these four games together in the playoffs because that's kind of that's what it's that's what it's looking like. They're the only team right now, I think, that really haven't put a complete game together as a whole, and it's coming. And they're eight zero right now, and they're not clicking on all cylinders, and that's another thing. So you can only imagine when they get to clicking on all cylinders, which they will, because just that's just how it is. And it looks like it's going to be late. It's going to be hell for the NFL when they do, though, Mark. I agree with you 100%. As far as this weekend's matchup against the Bengals, Joe Burrow, the impressive rookie out of LSU, someone to keep an eye on. And I've loved his demeanor in the sense that there's times he's been absolutely battered. He's been crushed in the backfield. Same stoic dude. And I think that that bodes well. If you look 5, 10, 15 years down the road, it is of my opinion that he and the Bengals will be in the best shape just because of what history has shown us at the quarterback position. That's not to take away what Big Ben's accomplished. He's in year right. 17. That's right. not to take away what Lamar Jackson's accomplished, but we know what happens to running quarterbacks. Jackson has done a good job of avoiding big hits, but their shelf life is shorter. And then if you look from the Brown standpoint, front office there is still trying to figure out whether to give Baker Mayfield to sign him to his fifth year rookie deal there. So there's still a lot of up in the air in Cleveland, but you look at this weekend's matchup, Ike, the game opened up at nine and a half. It's now off the board because of the news this morning with Ben Roethlisberger and company, right. but you take the Steelers team and this Bengals team, both are six and two against the spread this season. And so when it opened it up at nine and a half, I like the Steelers to win Sunday at home, yep. but we don't know what's going to happen with Ben Roethlisberger and company, whether they play or not. I think the Steelers win this one, but I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Joe Cool, Joe Cool Burrow is what I call him. After Big Ben retires, Joe Burrow is the answer for the AFC North. He's not a point the finger guy. He understands what it is to be a professional. He's one of the boys. He's one of the guys. 
that's why they play for him. He understands his line is beat up, so he's not cursing and, hey, bro, can you get this block or what the heck you doing? Is, hey, man, can you help me up off this ground? He, 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 Joe Burrow just gets it. And he's the future, I think, for the AFC North. I love Lamar. He's Madden to me, though. He's a Madden guy. You know, I play with him on Madden all the time. Spectacular talent. Lamar has some of the best talent in the National Football League. But Joe Burrow is the answer. Ike, there's a guy I used to talk to, a longtime NFL veteran, who said, you fight fire with fire. So if we're playing Madden, I'm going to be the Ravens as well, and we can do Ravens versus Ravens. I'm taking Lamar as well. But someone I used to talk to every single week once told me that. That's what I do. That's exactly what I do. That's that's, that's, I think that's, it's a great strategy. Yeah, that's why. Who, who, who your team is? Oh, yeah, I'm getting the same team, too. Be hot as hell. Um, <laughs> be hot as hell. Like, dang, bro, you're going to get the same team I got? Yeah. Like, that's exactly what I'm about to do. But, yeah, I, I, think, I think Cincinnati, they're in good hands. I, I think Joe Burrow, if, if, if they can stick together as a coaching staff in front office, they're, they're going to be – they're going to take over. One seven leaves the Pittsburgh Steelers. I hear that. Big Ben in year 17, and we'll see if he plays Sunday after being placed on the COVID-19 list again. Doesn't necessarily have it, but he will have to isolate for at least five days. Hopefully the Steelers can have him on Sunday against the Bengals. Ike, do you have a prediction at all for the game? Again, going in, the Steelers were a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. I would have liked the Bengals to cover that. I'm still going to take the Steelers to win by maybe three or four, but I'm really curious to see if any of those other guys are out. Do you have a prediction for Sunday? If seven play Pittsburgh, win. If seven don't play Pittsburgh, lose. You heard it here first from Ike Taylor on the Believe in Steelers podcast. Ike, before signing off, heard through the grapevine that you were playing dodgeball this morning. Paint the picture for our listeners. Yeah, so Malone, man, you know, I finally got a – I go volunteer a lot. So, but this time we got a – we had an opportunity to play outside. And uh, we played dodgeball outside, and I have no filter with these kids. They're getting a real live, grown-up, professional. Like, I think I'm back on the field with them. And my son, he always want to play opposite of me because he wants to be the lion in the house. And I'm like – Nah, bro. So every time I'm trying to throw it at his head, 24, I'm trying to knock his head. And he's trying to do the same thing with me. But it was just fun, man, playing. You know, I ain't played dodgeball in a minute. So it was just, it was just fun playing dodgeball today outside with the kids. Who won? Of course we won. <laughs> no hesitation. You're not sore at all, not nothing. Is you pick up right where you left off. No hesitation whatsoever, Mark. Ike, this is always fun on the Believe in Steelers podcast. I would encourage the listeners, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And we'll see what happens on Sunday, an AFC North showdown between the Steelers and the Bengals. I can't wait to watch this one. And again, Ike, I say this all the time, but I'm glad sometimes we do the show on Monday or Tuesday because we have more information. Keep an eye out on what happens with Big Ben, Vince Williams, and company there. But I appreciate you, appreciate the sponsorship from Bet Online and to the yes. listeners. This is always so much fun each week. Yeah, 100%. I want to thank Marky Mark, my co-host. I want to thank 
Believe in Steelers podcast. I want to thank Bet Online for always having our back doing this podcast. I want to thank the the listeners. Please go on and give us a five star. Five star. We only, we only five stars. We don't do the fours, the threes, or the twos. We want to be number one, but give us a five in order for us to be number one. Appreciate everybody listening. Stay tuned next week. Peace. For Ike Taylor, I'm Mark Bergen. Thank you for listening to the Believe in Steelers podcast. Take care and so long, everyone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.